Welcome to another edition of The Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. The Comedian's Table, for those of you who don't know, every comedy venue has a table set aside for the comedians to sit before, during, and after the show to hang out, chill, relax, BS, catch up, etc. And that's what this is. Just a bunch of comedians sitting around a table, catching up. Tonight my guests are... Kylie Lewis Holt. Mike McGuire. Moana C. Longo. So I have some huge names. <laughs> some huge na- big hitters. Have you heard? Uh, have I heard? I got the grant. To, I got Yay, the grant. To congratulations. The, the documentary on the BIPOC comedians nice. of Prince George. Woohoo! <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, you sent me. No, that was a different grant, right? Oh, that's that's the thing. I got I I with Tell a Story Hub. There was two different categories. One was it's called Voices. It's for a hundred creators new and emerging creators in british columbia and alberta to produce kind of like episodic tv and or whatever you, you chose to do right yeah and so i submitted a story about an idea about uh holding a stand-up comedy course for indigenous youth yes you got that one yep. i got that one yay and then the nope and then I <laughs> how are we describing the size of this one there was meh <laughs> it's kind of like a, a fish, like a fish that he caught. <laughs> it, it was it was ten thousand, and so I was like, "Oh, that's that's exciting, right?" And then yeah. the next day, Telus calls me and says, "Hey, we have potentially a good situation for you." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, both your projects were greenlit." No way! Nice. But now you have to choose which one you want to do. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, because you cannot, really? We cannot have you doing two at a time because it's too much workload. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, and so after he goes, and you have till two thirty to think about it, to decide. Oh, like what? Like an hour? No, it was like sixteen hours. He called me at six o'clock at night. Oh, nice. And so I went with the BIPOC comedians because it was a, a bigger grant, and frankly, it was easier. How big was it? Was it huge? It was huge. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> no, capital letters. I yeah. like that, Mike. Mike said how big huge. was it? <laughs> I can tell you're not on. on you been following my posts on Facebook. I haven't. I've been so. I, I'm going through what we in the business call depression. Oh. Yeah. You know what that's like, where you kind of lock yourself away and you're kind of, you know, not social media in as much. Because when I don't watch other people's stuff, I, if I'm not social mediaing, that means that I'm not. I'm not where I want to be. Is that a verb? Social mediaing? So, I'm trying to make it happen. Oh, I'm trying to make fetch happen. Fetch. Fetch, yeah, fetch isn't going to happen, happen, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I haven't been. I'm, I'm sorry about that. I'm excited. Congratulations Thank on you. that. That's huge. That's really, news. that's it huge. Yeah. It's big. Huge news. <laughs> I've it's been ginormous. Over, I've been overusing the word huge. So, huge. we're going to say ginormous. Okay. Okay. Gargantuan. Gar- oh, I like gargantuan. <laughs> Haven't had anything gargantuan in a long time. Oh, <laughs> sun nap. <laughs> and so uh, there's a schedule. I have to go through some workshops, virtual workshops, to learn how to make a documentary because I don't know how. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know John Chuby? He is, so we're... I just wrapped my section of it. So we're currently working on a comedy called Suicidal Night. Really awesome. He's uh, been a filmmaker here in town for a long time. I had him on the show last Wednesday. Incredible guy. He's just down the street 
uh, their thing is Pickeroon Pictures, and he's gotten grants and worked on some stuff showcasing Prince George as well. So that'd be a good guy to reach out to. They and they also own. They just opened up Atlee Atlee Physiotherapy right down there. So it's just a hop, skip, and a drop. And you okay. can add him on Facebook, and he loves to help. And you know what I mean. Give you some pointers as well because he's a filmmaker. I'm currently going to the U- University of YouTube. The University of YouTube. <laughs> so don't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Conspiracy. But he's so what's going to happen is uh, in starting November 1st, I have to start shooting what's called what they call supplemental footage. It can be behind the scenes footage of us preparing for the the actual shoot. It can be interviews with the cast and crew, which mm-hmm. is you guys. Uh, it can be anything like that. Right, and it's nice. got to be—it's got to be thirty minutes. Nice. That's got to be delivered end of December. Okay. Uh, and then in January, mid-January, I can start shooting the actual doc, and it's got to be delivered by September. Oh, really? So we have to set a date for uh, there's there's money in the budget to rent a hall, a venue, and put for a the show. show. Yeah. Specifically for BIPOC. Do you know what the the concept of the the documentary is? No. No. Okay. Tell us. I'll, I'll catch you up. Well, they already tell know. us. They already know. Yeah, tell we shot we <laughs> shot the mini <laughs> version for him, right? He used that. So, it's called Other Voices. Working title. It's about um, the importance because, as you know, for the longest time, I was the only BIPOC comedian in Prince George until Monacy joined us. Until you came out as Métis. <laughs> I came out. <laughs> you came out. Were you in the closet, Mike McGuire? The worst part was telling my parents. Oh my god! <laughs> and then who joined us after that? It was uh, Neelam. Neelam. Neelam joined you Neelam guys, and, and, then, then and then Monita you, and I. We Monita. came in at the same time. Monita. Monita and I. Last name. Monita Ranu. Ranu. And so. I'll be also I'll be going to where they are to, in, to be interviewing them, and so where you have a directive to when I interview you. Well, I have to come up with the interview questions. What is it like? What has it been like for you as BIPOC people in Prince George? What has it been like for you as BIPOC comedians in the male do- white male dominated comedy scene of Prince George? I think the that's it's it's all it, it is. Everything is white Everything male is white. dominated. Okay, well, I save, it for the, save it for the doc. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Wait a minute. It's all. Is, it, is this new? Is and this so, a new place? No. And then part of the doc, we're going to be planning a show. Uh, we have to decide on a venue, yada, yada, decide on a name. And it's got to be like, uh, we're going to advertise it as BIPOC comedians. No white comedians on the show. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Mike McGuire, and half of you have to has well, to stay he, home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be the MC. So. <laughs> oh, I was I was just saying half of him has to stay home. <laughs> How you mean? Apparently, it's about seventy two percent. Oh wow! Yeah, has to stay home. What do you do? <laughs> has to stay home. <laughs> and then nice. I'm excited, Brian. There will be a part of the documentary where I interview the audience members as they're leaving. And oh, ask wow. them, what do you think of the show? And then the final wow. portion is, you're going to be viewing their reactions. Their, their reactions. You're going to be reacting to their reactions. 
can we fight them after? Like, if they it'll say be, something disrespectful, they, can I just, gone. like, go tackle them? Hey, <laughs> Kia, where do you think you're going? <laughs> so that's, like, the arc of the, the story, the doc, is the build-up to the show. Will people come out? What will people think of the show? What will people think of you guys? You know, what do you mean, you guys? Well, you're gonna be a part of it. Or are you standing you behind? Yeah I, might, yeah, I might as well do a spot. Exactly. What do you mean, you guys? I'm not gonna beat up people all by myself. <laughs> like, bail money's better split five ways. Should I? Should I set some money aside in the budget? <laughs> I'm just saying. You never know if you're gonna interview people. No, I'm just kidding. This is so exciting, Brian. Congratulations. Thank you again. I'm really excited to be, like, you know, being nominated for something where being black helped me out like this is a first for me this has been like a gift in life like wanna see how you feeling over there like i'm, I'm, I'm feeling great right I've, 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 yeah I've, I've told brian already on on uh, whatever message message facebook or whatever but it's really exciting right like uh, yeah you know most most of the time like you said we have to put in lots of effort to do stuff like you gotta you gotta you gotta put in the effort to get your own show on the on the road right but now this just, this just came right in our face i was like yeah yeah. yeah, let's do this. You know? <laughs> to see that side. I yeah. hope people watch it. Yeah, I'm Like, so I'm cool. excited. Yeah, so I, I guess this is going to be on... Uh, what Tell us Presents. Tell us Optic TV. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Because well, I watch the a thing, lot of What channel is that, like, 811? <laughs> no, no, because you get it. They're all set up because I watch the uh, Vancouver jazz musicians. I, w- I love watching the little docs about people like that. They had the fishermen. They did the Williams Lake Village. There's so much on there. I And you get to see, like, everyday people and stuff that happen. Uh-huh. You guys never watch... <laughs> I don't have... I Tell us. Say I don't have Telus TV. Wow. Actually, I don't have tel- I don't have cable. I've seen, the, I've seen the competition, like Spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sp- Spotlight has has all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Spotlight all, all has yeah. it. It's pretty neat. Well, here's the thing too. When the guy from Telus called and let me know that I got both docs. Yeah. He, you know, he said you have to, you now have to decide, and he, it felt like he was kind of pushing me towards choosing. The BIPOC comedians? Yeah. Because he goes, you know, the first idea you had with the comedy course for the indigenous youth, he goes, that's more episodic TV. Yeah. And that's more suited for platforms like YouTube. Yeah. And he goes, but this other idea you have about the BIPOC comedians, that's a full-fledged documentary. Yeah. And once you're done with it, you can submit it to festivals. Yeah, film festivals nice. and that. And that's my what head just exploded. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, like, "What?" I don't even. I that is, that is really cool. cool. It got huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got huge, huge. It was huge, ginormous. Gargantuan. Gargantuan. But that's yeah. it's really good because. And that's w- a lot. Had a lot of what he said had me had to do with me choosing the BIPOC. Okay. Ones, which is just cater to my ego, ego, and <laughs> please reach out to John Chuby. I'm gonna send you his info. Okay. Because I think that'll be good. And why is there dead silence? So anyways, in other well, news, gonna, Brian, how's the screenplay going, though, now that you've killed it? <clears throat> I know we haven't heard it, and someone's got to bring up the screenplay. <laughs> I took a break from comedy to work on a screenplay. Yes. So I, and it's... Um, I started writing the first draft, and a screenplay typically has to be 90 pages. And I write fairly small, like I'm handwriting it. Because okay. I don't have... Screen uh, screenwriter software. Okay. And it only came to... I was almost at the end of the, the story, and I only got to 27 pages. I was like, oh, there's not enough there. <laughs> so I had to come words. up... 
A bigger I thought word. about that. Huger yeah. word. Did you use spaces? Like, I write I very small to too, so it might be closer to maybe fifty pages, maybe. And, I know and some people that will stretch that out. But I've I've got to like add more. Like I oh I, I'm gonna write a scene where I'm in it. I'm gonna be a taxi driver. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna be driving the comedian to the show. Who does that? Who else does that? He's very Quentin Tarantino esque of you. To put himself in the show. To put himself and M. Night Shyamalan. That's very M. Night Shyamalan. Scorsese, because he in Taxi Driver he played a passenger. Oh, 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 oh. I wasn't giving you that. Whatever the heck his name, the guy that uh, directed Thor, plays the rock fella. Oh, really? The voice of the rock fella. Taika Waititi. He's not really rock. (laughs) That guy. He's from New Zealand. Kiri Tikanawa or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah. He, he's written Kazoom <laughs> Well, that's pretty awesome. How long did that take to get into the what halfway Movie. through? <laughs> halfway <laughs> through the not too bad the radio show before I mentioned the screenplay, and I didn't even bring it up. I brought it up because <laughs> I can't dead air. You heard, you heard some dead air. Oh, okay. Am I on dead air? So this is like pre-planning and so far and ahead. What venue did you have in mind? How? How like what size venue do you think we could fill? Or I think we can w- fill a massive. What's, what's the budget for advertising? What's the advertising budget? Yeah, advertising the budget. Yeah, because that's go- that's going to. Uh, I don't think I included that in the budget, but there's contingency. I, there's a an item. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can put that in there. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be pretty awesome. And a miscellaneous, I put like fifteen hundred in the mis- miscellaneous. In the miscellaneous. What yeah. venue do you figure? I, Mike McGuire is the venue guy. The, the <laughs> first place I thought of was actually the CNC Theater. Oh, hmm. where they have the like the film festival. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What's pro- the capacity? Probably one fifty, if I had to guess. And what about uh, what is it? Northwest? No, that. Amanika or Theater Northwest? Theater Northwest. Where is that? Is that across the bridge? Yeah. yeah. Which one? I, I don't think that's a, such a good venue for comedy. Yeah, it's uh, it's high high ceiling and that sort of thing. Okay, and it's kind of like wide and and shallow. Sh- yeah, so you got to do a lot of you got to do a lot, a lot of, of walking on the stage, which I like. Things. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's, like it's, it's bigger than usual. Like it, it's it's a theater stage. Yeah, so yeah, no, I know because uh, I do with, some with CNC. Uh, Mike, do you think uh, having a venue like CNC would be confusing to people? Like some people would. Some people want simple things. Like, is it too complicated? I've I've done I've done a couple of things at at the CNC theater. I guess. What do you, what do you mean by complicated? Well, people like if you say books and if they, if you say art space, people, oh, you, people you know, think they won't be able to find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people be worried about no. buying tickets because they're scared they don't they won't be able to find it, right? Or oh, is that a thing? Or oh, is that just my worry? Yeah, you worry I, too oh, much. Oh, oh, location, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's such a huge deal because you know you can put up sandwich boards and. Okay. You know, CNC and then yeah. this way to the theater. That, that way, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and you know what? To think about it, the CNC does make a lot of sense because if it's BIPOC, we will be feeding to a BIPOC audience that mm-hmm. way. Selling tickets that way, I think that's that's really brilliant. See, this is why students you don't have money. The intention was to um, target the show towards a wider whiter audience oh, <laughs> no thank you no. because more, we, more reflective yeah we don't we don't want to be we don't no. want to be preaching to the audience yeah no, yeah. no preaching to the choir be, no we, never preaching to the choir mm, that's good that's interesting yeah and, but and, it, and you're right you, you probably want 
you don't want you don't want really racist comments from from your uh, from your audience members as they're walking out, but you do want exactly the truth, what they're thinking. yeah you want yeah. the truth, and also I think you'll get that different feedback from people that are that look like us that say because they've gone to sonar when i was there and they're like oh my god i'm so glad to see you i finally feel comfortable are you on this show right so there's also that because then the people the audience themselves can have that reaction they can also have the reaction of oh my god you know i've been here for a long time and i never seen someone that looked like you on the stage either that could be you know there's a double-sided because i used to get that a lot like it'll be like one guy with his wife and she is a eight by 11 person and you know what does eight by 11 mean it's the cutout of a white piece of paper eight by 11 person (laughs) that's very politically correct did you guys not know no no uh, it's actually eight and a half by 11 that's what messed me up eight and a half by there you go You got it. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there, Michael. What about having people in the audience that have never seen black comedians other than on TV or indigenous comedians? I think I think that I think that's also a good idea. I mean, I think whoever will buy the tickets at this point. Yeah, yeah, whoever (laughs) whoever will buy the tickets. Listen, I'm not discriminating. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you've you've seen you've seen how some of our shows went, right? Like, if you go in uh, some communities where there's no diversity, like the shows just go like wild. Like it, 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 like wild as in great, like really good. Yes, you know. So it it depends on again. It also depends on what what are we trying to do, right? Is it are we trying to have lots of fun are we trying to educate are we trying to like why what's the what's the point right it is trying edu- to, uh, comedy is always about making people laugh you know so right. if, if if that's, that's my goal you know so if uh that's what we're looking for i mean I, again I've, I've done shows in different different setups I've, I've done like shows in with people like all white audiences and those always go great right but then you have a mix of other people as well they, they go great, but at times you, you get feedback, right? Like for instance, we were in in, in terrace with uh, with uh, Fanjo who uh, uh, I think last year hitchhiking comedian, yeah, hitchhiking comedian, right? And we we thought it, that night was great, and then we got feedback from uh, one person that was really offended, like that person happened to be dating a black person, and wasn't happy about what Fanjo said about. There's uh, one person. He, <laughs> yeah, right. And this person was offended for somebody else. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> how how woke is that? That's wonderful. Well, even if we don't advertise it as like a BIPOC show, who do you think is going to come to the show, anyways? Middle middle-aged people. Yeah, middle-aged people. People that are like that want to see something different well, that, yeah. a little bit. In the past, what has been the general makeup of a stand-up comedy 30, audience in Prince George? Thirty to fifty-five. I would say, Re- you rarely see students like you. Nancy Are they eight and a half by eleven? I, I guess yes. I, Nancy was once in <laughs> a while you will see young people at Nancy was, which is awesome. But mostly, if you go, if you are at a comedy club or just a show, you're mostly going to see people from thirty going up, like couples and you know people, you know people that have. So that's who we want at the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, and 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 I guess, and if you go to a show where there's lots of young people, they always look confused. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> they always look. What is the what is the rental fee at the CNC? Do you know? I have no idea. Art space is only a hundred bucks, so or it used to be only a hundred bucks. It used to be, Mike. So when is your show? Mm, October first. Have I advertised it yet? No, no. I haven't. I Do know because I was Do like, he's gonna have a oh. show September. I I was like, yeah, Mike McGuire, there's stuff going on, and then I didn't see an invite. I, I have a show oh. coming up too. <laughs> well, this um, is uncomfortable. Oh, okay, well, let's <laughs> oh, well, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Mike, no invite is, for is, me, Mike McGuire. When I didn't say that, I made a joke about saying, "Well, this is a this uh-huh. is very awkward." Mike is like, <laughs> "I made a joke about it, but Kylie, you were not invited." <laughs> no, no, I never said that. All I said was, "This is awkward." <laughs> this is awkward. You extrapolated from that. I, I like to not take and into feel. consideration that maybe I was joking, mm-hmm, which that should be your default setting for me. If you hear something come out of my mom, out of my mouth, your default setting is he's probably joking. Or <laughs> he's probably telling when the truth the politely. October first. <laughs> October first. Do you have a name title for the show? I'm thinking open mic. Ooh, hi! Nice. Oh, I see what you did there. Name. I got that. Yeah. 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 M I K E. This is why he gets paid I the big bucks. Open mic, as in it's open. To all <laughs> no, open mic. M I K E. Okay. He's opening himself up. Uh, venue, time, ticket price, Facebook page. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've 100%. got all that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you, so you don't have the details. It's like ten out. days away, eleven, thirteen <laughs> days away. What's the big? You don't have any of the details, Rika? Oh yeah, it's okay. it's at Art Space on October first. Nice. <laughs> that there much he comedians. knows. Uh, there will be a Facebook page. Nice. Uh, probably I don't know. I was thinking. Yeah, I haven't figured it. ten or twenty bucks a ticket. I haven't figured that part out yet. Split the middle, or split the fifteen bucks a ticket. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen dollars a ticket. And a free bottle of suspicious Cyclops sauce. Ew, that's awesome. I'm looking for that idea. sauce. I want, I want that. I want that why does that? Why did you say that? And it immediately gave me the bubble guts, like suspicious Cyclops sauce. You haven't tried the suspicious Cyclops sauce? No, I have GM. not. I don't eat certain foods. I don't eat foods that would require sauce. <laughs> oh, you don't have to require sauce for this one. Eat I just you take it out of the bottle. <laughs> put it in anything. It goes. Believe me. Really? I, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's amazing. It's unsolicited. Oh, is this one of your sauces? It's my only sauce. Suspicious Cyclops sauce. I thought you were making a joke. You see what you did? Do you see what you did? I thought you were joking. You see how that did? Well, finally you started getting it. A minute ago you didn't. So I'm really confused now. I'm waking up. Oh, yeah, yes. You have a show coming up as well? Yes, yes. So Might as well plug mine. Yeah, let's do it. So, yeah, Devin sent me a message. Devin Flynn sent me a message two days ago. He's like, hey, man, do you want to be on my show? So he's having a show October 6th. So it's not your show? No, it's not mine. I've just been invited. I'm, yeah. October 6th. or the middle of the week? It's going to be a Thursday, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah Thursday at, at uh, yeah, Thirsty Moose. Oh, the yeah. Thirsty oh, Moose. Oh, right. Did, nice. did you guys contact them? I didn't contact okay. them. Like yeah, I seven, said, I've been living on an island. Doors open 7.30. Show is at 8 p.m. Nice. I, I'm not sure about the price. Is he yeah. headlining? I think he is. I think they want yeah. them to be uh, op- like free admission. Because the way it worked in the past was they gave you 100 bucks and gave you the stage. Okay. And they just had it open to anyone that wanted to show okay. up. I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. Give me a Tuesday night. Let me sell tickets. Yeah. Save your hundred bucks. Yeah. No, I'm not sure about uh, about about the you know financial details there, but I just know that it's seven thirty and eight p.m. Show starts at eight p.m. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. And your show, Brian, major? Oh, October 3rd, Yellowknife, Canadian North Arctic Comedy Festival, uh, 8 p.m., North Arctic Cultural Center. Oh, nice. In Yellowknife. That's exciting. It is exciting. It's kind of cool. Yellowknife or Whitehorse? Sorry? Yellowknife or Whitehorse? Yellowknife. You sure? Oh, okay. (laughs) Which which one's in the the Yukon? Whitehorse. Northwest Territory. That is Yellowknife. It's in Yellowknife. Yellowknife. But I thought this festival was in Whitehorse. Nope. Oh, okay. Hello. It's in also in Iqaluit. 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 Sonny Dollywall is going to be there. Nice. Uh, and is this John Wing, a bunch of other people. Uh, cool. Is this Baker. the la is you did you see what happened to Lisa Baker? Yeah, crazy. In, huh? uh, <laughs> how nuts is that? Tell us, describe it. Describe what, what, what that happened? she was she did a show and uh the people at the front table they uh lost it on her and Buddy threw he waited for everyone to clear out and the threw other a table at, at her. His, yeah, his friends oh. at the table. Wow. No, he threw the table. Well, they he got waited for left. his friends to leave. Yeah, so and then he threw so that he could throw the table. So that was planned. It wasn't like a. Yeah, that <laughs> wasn't. A, and that's very cowardice. And I feel like on the next time I'm on your show, just going it. That's so. I, I'm just disturbed by the fact, like the the immediate, like the audacity. That's the word I'm using. The audacity. Ooh, that's another good challenge. Word. <laughs> that's you. That's what Change. my life right now is. Just I, it's really the audacity of other people. So I'm staying away. The hoot spa. The hoot spa. Do you know any other details? Like what was she talking about on stage? No, to? I try to find out, and I feel like it was just like a sensitive time because there was another comedian that commented, and he was like, "Well, what did she do to deserve that?" And she took what it the wrong wearing, way. Like? like, what did she do to deserve that, right? Uh-huh. And so, yeah. And she took it the wrong way. And I was like, okay, it's still sensitive right now. So I won't ask. I just said, I hope you're all good. And that should never happen. Because, you know. Yeah. And all she, all she was, keep my, my keep my wife out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You go to a comedy show to laugh. You don't go to a comedy show to fight. Unless you come to my comedy show, because I'll fight you back. Like, don't play with me. Don't play with me. I got time and yep. bail money. <laughs> you have bail money? I, I will. <laughs> Sorry, kids. No college for you. Exactly. <laughs> it's the oodles and noodles. So, in the last two minutes here. Yes. If I have money in the budget, do you think we could sell at a larger venue than the college? CNC. Just because it's a BIPOC show and it's going to be advertised and it's Prince George, I don't want to be Icarus and I don't want to fly too close to the sun, right? Because That's a good reference. Right? I just uh, I feel like we should set it to reflect because what would really suck is if you got another venue <laughs> and it reflected all the dark spaces because we couldn't sell it. I yeah. feel giving people that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see something like that but it's it's you it's on you i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna be funny so and i agree i I agree and 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 if i mean you're gonna know that a show is gonna sell out in a a week before the before a week week before the show they show that right so at that point you can make a decision to either do a second show or do a bigger venue so i think i I agree with you mike mcguire my issue is I, I don't believe you should advertise it as a BIPOC show. 
No, because then you're you're going to skew the audience. Yeah, and, and then you're going to get it. You're gonna, probably going to get a different demographic. And I think what you want is a a better reflection of of our demographic. And if you go BIPOC show, you're going to have you, you possibly have more of those people out there. Okay. Yeah, but when friendly they see audience. us on the poster, yeah. too friendly. Yeah. You don't have to say it once you see, when they see you on the poster, I think they'll know mm. or unless you don't well, do a me poster. As much. <laughs> right? But as they'll summer know. summer progresses as the fall I, I get a little <laughs> whiter. <laughs> okay, we can discuss more on the next episode. Next week? Uh, yep, next week. Next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. So this has been the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. Tonight, my guests were... Kylie Lewis Holt. Mike McGuire. Muana Silongo. Thank you for listening. And listen on Spotify.